0: Hello, and welcome back to another Fact Podcast. I'm Dr. Fred Clary, founder of Functional Analysis Chiropractic Technique, a chiropractic technique based on breathing and movement. Well, it is Tuesday, Monday, Monday, Tuesday. It is Tuesday after Memorial Day, um, 2021. It was a beautiful day here in Minnesota, except for the cities of uh, St. Paul and Minneapolis. Um, Most of the mitigations for COVID, masks, some distancing and all that have been removed. Limitations on restaurants. And uh, me and my wife Belinda got out a lot and ran around the suburbs. And it was amazing to see um, the town come back to life. um, People out and about. And uh, it was just wonderful. We had great conversation with a perfect stranger at Como Lake. Just un- unbelievable um, how things are uh, are going to come back. And human nature would bounce back um, from all this craziness of the pandemic. So I'm not too worried about that. I am worried about some of the, the social consequences or the PTSD or, you know, how the kids are affected in their academics and their socialization and how we've set a lower bar for uh, health in general. And I thought today I'd talk about not health or not the pandemic, but finding your tribe, finding that group of people that uh, you want to associate with and push you. Now, again, this is something to think about. You don't want to be the most popular, the strongest, the fastest and smartest in your tribe. As I always say, you don't want to be the strongest person in the gym. You don't want to be the smartest person in your class. Why? Because then who's going to push you? It is human nature. It's human psychology. And we don't have time to go through all the studies, all of the clinical research that prove this. Um, so please get on a Google machine and go for it and, and scroll the, the interwebs and, you know, um, have some uh, research time to yourself, but you will see that you know it's your grandmother was very correct when she said if you lay down with dogs, you get up with fleas. Meaning you, you know who you associate with, who you hang with, will usually uh, determine who you are, and that goes for your spouse, um, that goes for your significant other. That goes for your friends, your family, unfortunately, your neighbors, who you hang out and spend the most of the time with, will reflect in your character and your motivation and your philosophy of life. I think I read somewhere, and it, you know, there's probably no studies, but it's probably accurate, and I would say it's accurate, at least at first blush, is that we are an average of the five people you spend the most time with. We are an average of the five people you spend the most time with. Now, we all have those friends, you know, like the eors or the Tiggers. You know, you have one who's down, down, down no matter what. They could get a uh, million dollar winning lottery ticket and and complain about having to pay the taxes on it. Um, then you would have the person who finds a quarter and says, Look at this. Look how, lo- what else am I going to find today? So you have the optimist, you have the pessimist. And so, you know, we, we have these characteristics of people we hang with. And if you really want to up your game in life, if you want to, you know, have more happiness, less anxiety, you want more success either in your career or your hobby or your sport or in parenting or in your relationships, then you need to include in your tribe your group of closely knit associations, people that you want that out of your life. And I've noticed that, you know, we can talk a little bit about the pandemic. I noticed that in the pandemic that those that, you know, we're fearful, hung together. Because, you know, someone like me and my wife, you hang out with us, we're going to try to remove that fear from you, you know, and sometimes forcefully. (laughs) um, Because just our character, you know, when someone says, oh, Fred, aren't you afraid of this and that? I'm like, no, because I took that fear, redirected it, and did research for a couple months. You know, I read textbooks. I've read over 200 clinical studies on coronaviruses, going all the way back to the 1980s. And guess what? That took the fear from me. Studying it took the fear from me. Not studying CNN, because that's all fear-mongering, but, you know, studying, you know, actual neutral clinical research. So... So, you know, I redirected that, so I'm a person who redirects anxiety and fear and negativity. You know, maybe you need some of those people in your life, you know finding your tribe's important if you're going and and the reason I bring this whole thing up here today this morning is not only people out and about on uh um Memorial Day, but on Saturday before Memorial Day 2021, there was a bodybuilding show in Bloomington, Minnesota, a suburb. It was great to see people elbow to elbow talking, hugging, laughing, you know, without masks, without social distancing, and, you know, watching these athletes up on stage ripped, you know, to the max, you know, they've worked months and months of dieting and in the weight room to get in that kind of shape to put themselves out there in front of judges in the audience wearing, you know, basically a skimpy bathing suit to go up there and show off their bodies and all their hard work. And I think that's amazing those kind of people. There's people that won't even understand that. There's people that, you know, you know, hit the snooze button 20 times. There's people who look look around and I'm like, "Uh, I don't want to go to the gym. They'd rather sit around and, you know, watch Netflix or Friends Reunion or whatever. And I'm like, really? You know, why wouldn't you want to move ahead? Because I guarantee you're not going to better yourself watching that movie. You're just giving yourself a dopamine or serotonin hit. It's like a drug. You know, you might as well just shoot heroin or snort, snort cocaine because that's what that Netflix is doing for you. That's what those TV hits do for you is give you that that neurotransmitter bump. So I was looking at my tribe and good to hang out with my tribe again. These are people that, oh, you know, I got a, you know, I was talking to Wardell and he had a runoff um, to do some cardio and get his back workout in you know and then you know talking to jerome and we were talking about different diet foods and he says hey have you tried no name salmon i'm like what no name has fish i thought they were no name steaks and he pulled some out that he had made because you know when he's on the road he always has to carry food with him because the guy walks around it's seven percent body fat ripped you know 24 7 all year round he's a pro bodybuilder And I'm like, oh, wow, that's cool. And you added some peppers and onions in there. Really good. What seasoning did you do? These are my tribe, you know, that, you know, we talk about different ways to improve muscle mass and strength, you know, recovery methods, you know, that that is my tribe, you know, rehabilitation of injuries. This is my tribe where we're constantly, you know, hey, I had this happen. I tried doing it this way. And oh, wow, that makes sense, you know, so what if you wanted to move from one tribe to the other what if you want to get out of your e or debbie downer you know complaining karen um tribe and move up to the more successful five percent of humanity that's something to think about do you want to be the five percent you know, there was a, a bodybuilder who passed away a couple of years ago, but he was a owner of a company called 5% Nutrition, 5% this, and the meaning of 5% was that only 5% of humanity will do what it takes to be a winner, to be a national champion. And if you look at the disparity between income, you know, that's true. Now, some of that is social, cultural, we need to work on that. But some of it is just philosophy. I can't tell you how many friends, family, neighbors I know of all race, creeds, and religions coming from Baltimore. I wasn't born in, you know, a uh, homogenous culture like the upper Midwest. And how some things were just handed to these people of all race, creeds, religions, of all backgrounds. And it was amazing that those who... uh, didn't have, that had the least, sometimes they ended up being the 5%. Why? Because they struggled and they found ways around it. And if there was a, if there was a, uh, a obstacle, if there was a wall, they're like, okay, do I have to dig under the wall? Do I have to jump over the wall? How do I get over this wall? What a, what an attitude. So how do you find and hang out with those people? Well, number one, here we go. You need to do some self-reflection you need to find out, you know, who are you? What do you have missing in your life now? What do you really want? I guarantee you I could, for the majority of humans out there, if I said, tell me your five-year plan or your 10-year plan, or even your one-year plan, your vision for your life and what you wanna do, the majority could not do it. They could not give a, a 10-year, a five-year, or a one-year plan. Now, here's the thing. If I handed them, say, look, I'll give you five minutes. Here's a piece of paper. I want you to write down your one-year goals and vision for your life, your five-year goals and vision for your life, and your 10-year goals and vision for your life. And I'll give you $100 if you can finish it in five or 10 minutes. Well, they would get it done. There would be smoke coming out of their pen and off the paper for 100 bucks. But they may make a million bucks in 10 years, you know, and not put that same energy in to making a plan. So, you know, do some, number one, do some self-reflection. Where do you want to be? And it may not be money motivated. I'm not money motivated. I'm, you know, I'm very much relationship. You know, what does my life look like? Lifestyle motivated. And, you know, I revisit these all the time. Oh, I need to tweak this. I need to tweak this. Oh, I got a back injury. So I got to tweak this goal and this vision. Those are important things to be looking at. So who do I want to hang out with that's going to fill that? You know, I have to have awareness of my own weaknesses and strengths. Number one, do some self-reflection, figure out what you want in life, and then Find out what you're missing, not only in yourself, because there's some skills that you could develop, but also in, in your tribe, in your group. Now, I'm not saying get rid of Uncle Buck who drives you crazy and just pulls you down, but you, you're probably going to want to spend minor time with minor people that influence you, their minor influences. You want minor, small influences from people that are negative or do not support your goal. What? Well, I talk to my mom every day. Are you saying not to talk to your mom? I'm going to say you may want to limit it. Why? If, If someone has some emotional power over you, friends and family, and you've allowed them to have emotional power over you, and they constantly pull you away from your dreams and your visions for your life, Five, 10 years are going to go by and you're going to look back and you're you're not going to be anywhere. You know, sometimes when someone's, you know, circling and flushed down the toilet and they reach up for help, you try to grab them. They're not reaching up for help. They're sometimes they're reaching to pull you down into the mess with them because misery likes company. Humans like tribes. And there's plenty of 95% of the world is in that negativity tribe. Let's be average. And I'm not even going to say average mediocrity is is neutral. I'm going to say it's negative in my world. That's how I see it. So number one, do some self-reflection. Number two, try some new things. There may... Oh, I wanted to try skydiving. I wanted to try axe throwing. I wanted to get into the gym. I've always wanted to have that body, but I can't do it. I'm afraid of the gym. I'm afraid of germs. I'm a, I'm afraid of this. And I'm like, okay, what's holding you back? Try some new things anyway. All right. You may find out you like it. You may find out you're very good at it. My wife's a pro power lifter. She's only been doing it six years. She tried it. Wow. She took off. Now, when she started... Oh, it was ridiculous. I think she squatted maybe 180 pounds. She's up to 600 now. But, you know, if she had a passion for it, she found her tribe, her niche, her group of people to be with. Wow. And unless you try those new things, you know, try surfing, go take a comedy class If you've always been interested in math, go take that accounting class or mathematics. Nobody's saying you can't go back to school at age 30, 40, 50, 60, or 70. You know, what would you rather be? On your deathbed, smiling, because you tried everything you wanted to do and you're proud of your life. Or that regret that you're still gripping onto this world despite all the injuries and pain your body is going through despite everything because you're not done here yet when you're sick be done when at the end of your life you want to smile you know I, I've i heard this so many times you know the interesting thing is the dash D-A-S-H the dash if you look on a tombstone it usually says born and sometimes there'll be a dash a, sl- a, a slash and then it says died you know well there's a lot going on between born and died that dash that that space can you feel it with the life you want that's important so try new things and it may be incredible you know um i am i am all for people being their true self you know he's like come out if you have to um if you if you need that come out um if you wanted to go back to school to be a doctor do that if you always wanted to you know have kids go have kids you know go be that person go try it now you may find out like i have i'm a terrible swimmer but i'm I'm not attracted to that never have been but at least i try it try things out number three attend meetups so you know, go and meet groups of people. If you were trying to get into axe throwing, the throw axes. If you're trying to, uh, you know, become a bodybuilder, advertise for, you know, a coach or a training partner. You're going to have to find those niches and those groups of people. So go out there. And it's much easier now. You have the internet. You don't have, there's, you don't have to go places and put a message up on a cork board with a, a a thumb tack you don't have to do that anymore you can actually there's facebook book groups there's plenty of groups of people that you may be looking for so one do some self-reflection find out the tribe you really want or if you're trying to move from a different tribe get this characteristics of what you want your tribe to be two try new things three go to the meetups go to the groups if you want to do volleyball join a volleyball league Number four, ditch judgment. Get rid of judgment. You know, you're going to meet people since some of these uh, hobbies or things you want to try are going to be new and unique. Guess what? You, uh, You need to ditch your judgment because these people are different than you. I can't tell you how many times I've been judged my whole life but I will outlift, I will outwork, I will out clinically diagnose you, I will outwork you anytime. I will out parent you. I will do whatever it takes to be a winner in that area. Not because it's competition. Not because it's competition, but because that's how I'm driven. I will work hard at it. Now, I've been judged over and over. He's this. He's that. And people will lie, and you know that that's something that's really important. You know, if you're an evil person, people will talk evil about you. But if you're a very good person and a hard worker, they still will talk evil about you. You know, a good a good mentor, of mine, one of my life coaches, told me. Terry had told me. Oh my goodness, this is like 25 years ago. Terry had told Terry Allen had told me you know what, Fred, they talk bad about you on the way up the mountain, on the top of the mountain, and if you fall off the mountain. And they said ju- he told me, just get used to being judged. And if once you realize that you're always going to be judged, always, you can start letting go of that insecurity of trying to please everybody. Because you want to please everybody. And work to satisfaction of probably five percent of humanity, not the ninety five percent who don't know their um, orifices from a hole in the ground and uh, he used a little better language than that so it's something it's something to think about you know a lot of us are trying to please our parents, our siblings, our local culture, our church synagogue mosque. We're trying to please all these people and not trying to please our own heart's desire. So go to the meetups. Constantly, you know, look at the world with a new perspective. Number five, know when to commit. Know when you found your group and then commit. Work hard. If you know joined a you know hockey league or volleyball. Or a reading group, or you have a new set of friends. You joined a powerlifting team, a, a group of people that bodybuild. Show up on time for those meetups, or for those workout sessions, or for those readings. You know, if you you know decided you want to be a, a you know a musician, make sure you make it to all the practices and your you know your lessons. Be on time. Commit. Not only commit, put some energy into it. And then call out your tribe that's number six call out your tribe talk about your tribe ask for your tribe you know understand be enthusiastic so if you're planning to um, climb Kilimanjaro you you can put an average I'm looking for people who want to do this where are you and you'll find it so call out your tribe and number seven be the first to reach out. Be the first one. You don't, you don't have to wait until you run into someone that wants to climb Kilimanjaro. Be the first to look for it. You shouldn't. It's like, oh, I want to be a power lifter. You know what? It, it shouldn't be, oh, well, if I run into one at the grocery store and he bothers me, maybe I'll go up and ask him. no don't leave it to happenstance. Don't leave it to chance. Be the first one looking. Call out. This is the group. Is there anyone who wants to learn Russian? Is there anyone who wants to learn French? You know, I, you know I've always wanted this lifestyle. I've always wanted to run dirt bikes, whatever it is. I've always wanted this extra um, degree. Go back to school call out your tribe, find people who've done it cuz you'll get some insights, you'll get some hacks. You'll get some life hacks on oh no, you want to do this and this and this. I did this 10 years ago. Try this, this and this. Call this person. Here's the email, contact them. You will find resources when you call out your tribe. Be the first to reach out. Be the first one out there helping that tribe. And last, eight, number 8, love yourself. You're going to make mistakes. You may find out you don't like whatever hobby you picked. You may find out that "Eh, I'm not cut out to go back to school to be an accountant. Eh, I'm not very good at dog rescue even though it looked good on paper. That's fine. You've tried it, you tried that tribe, you know, but love yourself. And if you find that you have family members or friends that hold you back, from a positive dream, I'm not saying a negative dream, a positive dream, like climbing Kilimanjaro, guess what? If they're like very negative toward that, they're not loving you. Oh, how come you say my family's not love? Well, there's many degrees of love. In ancient Greek, of course, there's three different variations of love. We talk about that all the time. There's, Philios, which is philadelphia brotherly love family love there's eros that's the romantic love you have with your significant other that that passionate lustful attraction that keeps you going every day and then you have agape agape is unconditional love agape's love is you know the love a a good parent has for their kids well guess what you know you need to love yourself with all three forms. You need to be okay with who you are. Give yourself patience, be respectful of yourself, and view yourself with passion and When I mean passion, it's not the weirdness that you know um, western society and especially in in the uh, frozen, chosen upper midwest here where You know, they can't give a hug if they tried. Um, Guess what? They love yourself with a passion. So when you you get up in the morning and you want to slam a donut, guess what? Maybe you want to be passionate about yourself and say, nope, I'm going to eat some good food today. I'm going to put some good fuel. Be passionate like you would if you owned a sports car and took care of it. Be passionate about it the way you would take care of your own child. Okay, That means, you know what, you don't let all that negativity into your head or into your heart. Find your tribe. Sometimes you have to move from one tribe to the other. It happens all the time. It happens all the time in sports where someone is probably mediocre or pretty good on one team, and then he moves to another team for sometimes less money, a worse contract. And leads them to the playoffs. It's happened many times in sports. And they do much better under better coaches and other players. Their tribe. Find the tribe that lifts you up, that challenges you to be better than you are now. And guess what? You will never, never regret it. And this has been another Fact Podcast.